Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, Spencer Pryor is standing by to talk Premier League and FA Cup quarterfinal action. Evening, Trickle. Hello, mate. We all good? Very. Good. Now, <laughs> big news of the weekend <laughs> was Antonio Conte's wild rants targeting his players, the Spurs board of directors, the club as a whole, even the tea lady probably, after the three-all draw with Southampton. Um, is it too far a stretch to say he's trying to get sacked? Because he's certainly going the right way about it, isn't he? He's doing a bloody good job, isn't he? <laughs> um, no, look, you, you, well, you can't... You've got to... Re- first of all, you have to respect the history of the club, right? Mm. I mean, for the ninth richest club in European football to be in the position they are. There is something fundamentally wrong with the club. Every We all talk about Spurs, Tottenham being Spursy. So right? he's right but then. So he's right, Conte's right in what he says. In, to in a way, he kind of is. But the challenge he's got, imagine imagine rocking up at the training ground Monday morning or on a recovery session on Sunday and mm. uh, expecting and expect seeing, waiting to see what the reaction is from the players. It, it wouldn't be the, the, the nicest. They're not going to... They're not gonna, you know, they're not going to dig in for him. You can see, like, 10 games to go. Um, but what he's saying, Spanner, is that they're not digging in for him now. No, they're not digging in. And he's saying, historically, that's the way that yeah. the club set up, that they allow that sort of stuff. I, I'm not quite so sure. They didn't um, under Pochettino. He, he got the best out of the players. And at some point, he's got to have a bit of a look in the mirror mm-hmm. and you know, be held accountable for for accepting and allowing that sort of culture and behaviour within the playing group that he's he's got and he's had now for long enough to change. So he says it's the first time it's ever happened in his career. It doesn't make it mean that suddenly it's the player's fault. You know, he's the manager and he's in charge of yeah. it. So. I mean, I take that point, Spen. My, my issue, I saw it quoted today. All, all the managers that Spurs have had over the last few years, uh, somebody said that the, the, between them, they'd won 61 major trophies. All those yeah. managers that they've appointed and got rid of down the years. And Spurs haven't won anything since 2008. Now, all at some point, you've got to look at that and go, well, maybe it's not the managers. Mm. It's something it, it, else. It, and maybe it, it needs not, somebody it, it, to be brave enough to say top. that. Do you know what I mean? It, it does start at the very, very top. And in terms of allowing, you know, you get the managers in that you hope fit the culture and can drive what you want mm. as owners. And, and, you know, a club as as rich as they are in terms of finances, what do they want? How do, how do they want to get to the point where 
they are challenging seriously for major trophies and they are pushing Europe for Europe. And listen, remember, I mean, they were so close to actually winning a Champions League. They, they were that close to getting, like, getting to a final, winning the Champions League. They, they've been close. But they've brought Conte in and he hasn't fulfilled his KPI. I don't, we don't know what KPIs he's got, but whatever they are, he's not ticked the boxes. Yeah. Um, don't smash the know, owner in a press conference. Throwing, That'd be a KPI. You don't. Well, you do. You do if you, you, do if you want to get out. Blimey, yeah, yeah. you really do. And maybe, look, there, there, there must be some sort of a reason that they haven't got rid of him yet. Yeah. It could be... A, a, the well, size of he's his He's been unwell payout. as well. It could be. He's been unwell. He it, had an operation, so maybe that's part of it. Um, well, yeah, but he's still fit enough and healthy enough to get back on the bench and go and lead training and go and lead the games and, yeah. you know, so... He is now. That, that, yeah. that, that's, not, that's not an excuse. You, you, you can't go throwing the players under the bus the way he did. Okay. Or the okay. club under the bus. Yeah. Not, not if you want to hang around anyway. Yeah. Spenner, the, um, mm. the FA Cup quarterfinals gave Arsenal a chance to extend their lead at the top of the table, and they, they did that uh, quite comfortably yeah. in the end with a 4-1 win um, at home to Crystal Palace. Arteta praised uh, Martinelli, who scored the opener for uh, you know taking responsibility after missing the decisive penalty in the shootout midweek. Uh, mm. What did you make of that one? Could have been a very tricky game, actually, with Palace having, you know, getting rid of Vieira. Uh, it, it could be, a, it could, there could have been that uh, heightened sense of sort of adrenaline that would have been flowing through the players to sort because, you know, the managers got sacked, we'll show you. But Arsenal were just ruthless. They, they literally playing without fear. We've seen it all season. They're, that they're, they're brutal and ruthless in the front third. Um, fair play to Palace. Scored the first goal for about 27 weeks, which is great <laughs> for them. First shot on target. Uh, and had a shot on target. <laughs> I know. So credit to Palace. But the reality is they've been struggling for weeks and weeks and weeks. And it, it could have been a tricky game. But dominant again from the start and set the tone right from the very outset. And yeah, they're they they're gonna be proving very, very, very hard to stop now. Uh of course it was FA Cup quarter final weekend as well. Uh Manchester City with uh, Vincent Company coming back as manager of Burnley, got a great reception and then uh, promptly left with his tail between his legs <laughs> with another hat trick from Erling yep. Haaland, who's now scored uh, eight goals in a week after the 7 0 win over RB Leipzig. The other big incident I wanted to talk to you about and ask you about was uh, the game between Manchester United and Fulham. United uh, safely through, but uh, Alexander Mitrovic having a bit of a brain fade where he appeared to, well, he didn't appear to, he did. He grabbed the referee and then, I mean, almost stuck his. his Nose in his face. Man, now he's he's been he's been handed a long bounce. ban, um, and it seems to. But I don't understand this. It seems to have divided opinion a little bit. This long ban in the UK. Jamie O'Hara is a, uh, a former professional player on Talk Sports. So no, it's too long. To it's Jamie too long. O'Hara? Yeah. Have you <laughs> to I didn't say Jamie I listened. I said it was what his are opinion. You doing? There's two minutes of your life you won't ever get back listening to Jamie O'Hara. Uh, Jesus. T- okay, so you agree with the long term ban? I do. To be honest, I don't think you can oh, do that. I do, actually. I mean, I, look, 
I, I've, I have seen what he said, and it was more along the lines of until the referees start actually performing, you can expect this sort of behaviour, but you shouldn't uh, expect it. Yeah, but we, we get that every week, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. You can't expect that sort of behaviour. I, I understand the, 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 the stuff around Bruno Fernandes, who basically got away with handling um, manhandling one of the officials. Mm-hmm. Nothing was done to him. Yeah, at the same time, Mitrovic goes. But Mitrovic's reaction was completely different. It was really proper, full-on aggressive. It wasn't just the grab. It was the fact he got... I mean, I think he'd already sent him off by the time he got right in his face. Mm. And the reality is you you, you can't manhandle referees away. I I didn't think it... I actually didn't think it was a penalty. And it was... I mean, it was smashed at him from about three yards away. I'm not sure where he's supposed to put his hand. But to get a red card, then the penalty, it was his reaction to that. And look, we've all been in the heat of the moment where, the, like I said, the adrenaline's pumping, decisions aren't going for you. They felt they should have had a couple of penalties before yeah. they were dominating the game. But that's crossing the line, a, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. It, it was a defining moment in the game that changed the context and and from Fulham being as comfortable as they were and dominant as they were, the way that the penalty was through VAR and we saw the manager getting sent off before that, you know, for, yeah. for going and, and encroaching. So you get in rid the, of VAR, you get rid of all this. You don't have that angst. He goes and encroaches really. in the technical area and then Mitrovic <laughs> reacts the way he does. And yeah, yeah look, it's, it, it was, it's not the right approach and it wasn't something that you can condone. Um, and it did, it did change the course of the game, but yeah. as I said, we've we've all done things in the game that we would regret. I mean, the closest that we can, I, I personally would have come would be '97 with Erlen Johansson, Erlen Johansson diving for a penalty last minute of extra time, and I went nuts at Mike Reid, who was the referee at the time. But you you don't go grabbing referees, no. and it, it it's not it's not the way to react. Yeah, and Highly play, highly paid professionals just have to. Mm. They're, they're role models. Get on they're with They're role it. models now, yeah. and they have to be. You know, they they have to react very differently. Erling Jonsson, there's a name I haven't heard for a long time. Um, FA Cup semi-final draw: Man City versus Sheffield United, and Brighton against Manchester United. Uh, and the Champions League quarterfinals draw: uh, Benfica against Inter, Manchester City against Bayern Munich, Real Madrid, Chelsea and AC Milan against Napoli. Some interesting ties there. We might get your thoughts on that next week, Spenner, but we're out of time this week. Sure. My apologies. No worries, uh, guys. Thanks for joining us. Uh, speak to you again same time, same place next week, mate. See you, mate. Take care. See you, boys. That's uh, Spencer Pryor with our uh, English football wrap-up. Another quick break, and we'll talk women's football with Alicia Carnavas.